Blog Talk Radio. It's Wednesday afternoon, and we're excited to be on the air. Your hosts for today's show are Robert Brining and Jack McEnroe. They will be taking your calls and speaking out on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That's 347-215-9442. Welcome to Paz IM Radio. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Paz IM Radio. I'm your host, Robert Brining, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jack McEnroth. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm just paying bills this morning, which is always super fun. <laughs> you mean to tell me you ain't got an assistant for that? Oh, please. Yeah, no. This is a, it's a one-woman show up in here. <laughs> oh, my, that's funny. Um, so so you're home now. How's it feel? Uh, well, I got home. To, I don't know, today's Wednesday. Uh, last, I got home Monday night at 2 in the morning, so I'm... I'm fully functional now. Yesterday was kind of a mess, but um, I'm I'm happy to be back in New York, so it's all good. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. I hope you had a great time while you were out there. Yeah, I did a lot of good work, and um, I was there for five weeks, so it was craziness. Yeah, seemed like forever though. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Um. So how are you? I'm doing well, actually, really well. Um. Just you know. Excited to get things moving along and, and you know, just doing normal everyday things. I worked a fundraiser Friday evening um, for an organization called Ryan's Quest. Um, me and okay. my partner worked it, and uh, we raised about uh, over $3,000 for uh, the little boy who has, um, oh, I'm going to mess it up, and I don't know how to say it, so I'm not going to say it. Okay. So you can check it out at ryansquest.org. I don't know exactly what it's called. Um but, um, you know, he does different things, and, you know, we do fundraisers all the time, and it's not necessarily HIV-AIDS related, but it's always good to give back to kids. So Of course, so he, of course. We did that yeah. on Friday, so it was fun. How about you? Do you have anything interesting coming up? Or uh, Yeah, Thursday I'm going to um, an Ampar event, uh, which is they're honoring – it's hosted by Alan Cumming, actually, and they're honoring um, Patricia Field, Lady Bunny, and Cleve Jones, um, who are all, like, you know, just well-known in the gay-lesbian community and for doing various great works. Um, the Cleve Jones is a gay rights activist and who created the Names Project uh, Memorial Quilt, so that's going to be really cool. Um, so I'm going to that, uh, which is – I think it's at 7 – on Thursday evening, which should be fun. I've been to a couple of their things before, and um, you always see, like, cool people there, and you meet interesting people, so I'm excited to do that. Well, you, you said Cleve Jones, right? Yeah. Yeah, I reached out to him trying to get him on the radio show. Maybe you can work your magic. <laughs> yeah. If he's not mobbed, I'll be like, uh, hi, here's my card. You call me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So um, today we have... Um, a special guest on. His name is Jim Frederick, and he is an HIV-positive artist, and he's going to come on with us in a little bit. But I just wanted to mention some few things, um, announcements for upcoming shows. This Sunday, we're going to have Bob Bowers on, who's the pirate, 25-year survivor. Anybody uh, who has read about him knows that he's an inspirational guy. And on next Wednesday, actually, Kenji, who is in the chat room right now, is going to come on, and he's going to share his story and talk about his uh, project, Kenji Cat. 
which is an organization that he runs. It's like a, a blog community and different things of that nature. And he actually is going, um, we're going to do a, a Skype video because he does videos on YouTube, like interviews, and they're right. called uh, Conversations with Kenji. And he is going to basically interview me on Friday, and it's going to hopefully be up by next Wednesday when he's on the radio show. So oh, cool. Is he based out of Philly? Uh, no, he's in California. Oh, so he, how, does, gonna how does that work? Oh, I see. It. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then our friend Gracie's in the chat room, and we're going to actually be on her radio show August 31st. Right. All three of us, me, you, and Jeremy, are going to be on, and uh, 12.30. They will, and they'll attack us. <laughs> right, they're going to attack us, but it's 12.30 in the morning until 2.30 in the morning on a Monday night. I know, and, and that's, that, they don't warn, they try to, they rope you into that, and they don't warn you. The first time I, I went on their show, they're like, yeah, it's at 12, and I thought it was at noon, and then they're like, no, after I agreed to it, they're like, yeah, it's actually midnight, I'm like, oh, and then it goes on for two hours, so it's like, right. yeah, it was, by the end, I was like, I think I'm asleep. <laughs> But they're like, hilarious. Like they're hilarious. They keep me awake. <laughs> they're yeah. They're so well. They keep you entertained. They're so fucking funny. So yeah, they're they're fun. So uh, I'm excited to do that. So mark that on your calendars. The Pause AM Radio guys will be on Queens of Media August 31st, and of course that'll be put out in the newsletter and stuff of that nature. I'm waiting for Jim to call in. But real quick, I wanted to go over. Um, yesterday I had I got an email from somebody asking me to mention this on the radio show about the Desert AIDS Project. Right. And I actually, I'm just going to read a little bit here off the website. Um, California, California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger on Tuesday, May 26th. Last dishbag. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I hate it. I hate <laughs> it, Scott. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Since state lawmakers have planned to reduce more than $5 million in spending, including significant cuts to HIV-AIDS services. The proposal slashes $55.5 million from California AIDS drug assistance programs and other state office of AIDS programs. Schwarzenegger plans to plans would make HIV positive people pay more for drugs, while HIV AIDS programs such as counseling, monitoring, and education would be reduced or eliminated altogether. And here it says real quick: in California, an estimated 20% of positive Californians are unaware of their status. Of those who know their status, approximately 20% are not in care. The health of 150,000 Californians living with HIV as well as the lives of those at risk of infection would be seriously endangered by these cuts. So um, Yeah. It's really scary, especially because um, the AIDS Drug Assistance Program is basically known as ADAPT to most people. Is I mean, I know so many people that were basically saved by ADAPT when they couldn't afford meds. I mean, it basically supplies medication to people for free. And um, you know, uh, HIV medication is super expensive. It can go, you know, be upwards of, depending on what you're on. I mean, well, there's no real limit, but, you know, I know if we had to pay full price for our stuff, it would be between, you know, $500,000 a month. And there's a lot of people, there's enough people that can't afford that. So it's ridiculous. Right. So what they're um, asking is for people to, they're having a rally, which is a protest against the state budget. And they're doing it today, and they're doing it at 12 o'clock noon in California. And they actually give um, the address. It's the Desert Age Project. It's the southwest corner of Vista Chino and Sunrise Way in Palm Springs, and wear a red shirt. So 
<laughs> if you got or time, a, run or out a there red tube, or a red tube top, or a red <laughs> halter top, or whatever works for you. <laughs> All right, I have Jim here on the line, so I'm going to bring him on if I can click on him. There we go, Jim. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm, we're good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Jim, Just listening to you guys talking. Jim, lower your speakers <laughs> about, about on your computer. Pardon? Lower your speakers on the computer. So no, yeah, I just, I just turned it. Yeah, I just turned it off. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. All right. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm full of pain, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you actually, I'm doing. I actually, I'm doing laundry, um, and a friend is over here, and he's getting ready to paint and. Um, but yeah, we're having a good day. Having a good day. What are you working on nowadays? Um, actually, I'm working on a big freaking painting. It's it's a 48 by 60 piece, and I'm calling it impossible because it's impossible to paint. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there's another one called Blessed um, that I'm working on, and another one called I'm actually working on on quite a few. Um, kind of funny, um, the other night, I was so tired. Of, I walk with a cane now, and I'm so, I was so tired of, <laughs> I was so tired of, um, of cleaning the cane after I painted, you know, putting in the shower and cleaning it off. I was like, oh, crap. So I just decided to paint the cane. So the cane is now painted, now a piece of work, now a piece of art. Um, Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So how are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, we're doing uh, great, Jim. Yeah, I mean, I've been traveling my ass off. I'm finally home for six weeks, which makes me very happy. So very cool. Um, yeah. Who've been traveling? Um, I was actually uh, working on a TV pilot in LA, and then I I um, did an HIV event in Chicago, and then my brother got engaged uh, slash. Uh, his girlfriend's surprise birthday in Vegas, so I've been all over the place. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I haven't been, I wasn't home for five weeks, so I'm just glad yeah. to have like new fresh underwear. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, if I wore if I wore underwear that'd be a good thing, but I don't, so there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TMI, I know, whatever. <laughs> so, hey, Jim, I'm all, I'm little, all... um, give us go a little ahead. bit of a background of Basically, you know where, where you grew up, how you grew up, and 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 how you became infected with HIV. Sure. Well, I, I know. I grew up. I I grew, yeah. No, I grew up in a small town called Washington, Missouri, and um, Sorry. I actually had a great childhood. Um, <laughs> pardon me. What, what'd you say? I just hear Missouri. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really. It was really actually pretty good. Um, I really lucked out with great parents and. They're probably listening, so I've got to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, I um, moved to Dallas <clears throat> for a job, actually, um, believe it or not, and for an advertising job because I thought I was going to be the next um, Olivia Mather. Um, and I hated, hated um, advertising because it, it was just crap. Um, I'll never forget the day I decided I was making good money. I'll never forget the day I decided to go ahead and start my own business. And I was young. Um, 
I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, <laughs> and I'm laughing. I just remember the day. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm telling, I decide, you know, that I'm going to start my own business. And at that point, it was going to be T-shirts and greeting cards. <laughs> and I call home to mom and dad, and I guess I'm what 27 then. And I call home, I call home to mom and dad, and I've got this, you know, pretty good advertising job. And <laughs> I tell them I'm going to make greeting cards for a living. And I mean, it was it was great. They flipped. I mean, they were like, "Well, do you know how many greeting cards it's going to take for you to make a living?" And like, "No, I don't, but we'll find out, I guess." So. Um, but the um, the uh, uh, so did you do it? Oh yeah! Oh heck yeah! Yeah, I did a lot of other stuff while I was doing it because it turns out you can't make a living off of just doing greeting cards. <laughs> who knew? <laughs> yeah, who knew? Really? Who knew? Um, but um, I uh, I started out with greeting cards and with. Um, with T-shirts, and I was going to be, I actually did it the same time uh, that Don't Panic was doing it, um, you know, the, the gay oh, yeah. stuff, and, you know, I'm that gay, but my boyfriend is and stuff. My biggest one was, um, you must be at least a tall to ride this ride, which I loved. Um, right. Anyway, um, I never really considered myself an artist, and one day... Actually, it was from a need for me to put something on put something on my walls. But one day, I was like, you know, let's go ahead and. I was with a friend. I said, you know, I'm not going to pay three thousand dollars for a red dot on a blue can on a blue canvas. It's just not going to happen. And she said, well, why don't you go ahead and you know do it yourself? I was like, well, maybe I will. So, what I what I did was I gave myself a canvas, an easel a paintbrush, and some paint. And I painted I painted a coffee cup, uh, tulips, and I can't remember what else I painted. But anyway, um, it went really, really well. And I grew up basically thinking, you know, if, you, if you're going to be an artist, you have to go to, you have to, go to school for it. So... Um, uh, it was kind of a it was it was an awakening for me. I mean, you know, to kind of go from the thing of you know being an artist to not knowing, you know, everybody was like, well, you need to have a style, and and it I don't really have so much a style as as much as I have a feel. Um, so backing up um, after start after doing all this, um, I you know I thought well you know I need to start now while I'm young with no you know I'm I'm healthy. Um, I have no bills, and you know, so if, if I'm going to do is do anything, I need to do it now. So, and you never I painted did, before that, right? No, I never, no, I never painted before. No. And no, when you say you were young and you were healthy, did you know you were HIV positive no. then, or were you? No. Or you? No, and actually, if I, if, I think if I would have known, because I, I got tested about two years later, a year later. So I've been, po- I've been positive since 90 um but i literally quit my job no insurance young um healthy and um 
and I went to back then in the old days. I waited, I guess, about a week for the results. I mean, I, it, I went to it, uh, something in Dallas called the Cohort Program, and I went down here and I got tested. Um, not really for any reason, just you know, just to get tested, and and it it was it was pretty life changing. I mean, I waited a week for the results and not really knowing, you know, anything about it. Um, and back then, all there was was you know AZT, which you know. Anyway, uh, which, I remember it, what year was that? What year was that? That was. God, it was night. It was in the well. It was definitely in the nineties. Yeah, because that was, AZT, AZT was like was basically the only drug until like ninety three, and then I think they came out with Epivir, which was a combo of yeah. 3TC and AZT. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, AZT, yeah, and AZT wasn't one AZT, it was like, you know, seven AZTs. I well, mean, they didn't, like, yeah, I remember taking it, and they were like, they didn't really know what their proper dosage was, and like, some people right. were like, oh, it's toxic, it actually kills you, it's a government plot, blah, 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 so. Right, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think if I would have known, it, it, and I don't want to say it was a blessing, but I think if I would have known that I was positive, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done all this. So it was actually it was a good thing that I went ahead and did what I did when I did it because, you know, it I mean, it it was it was it was pretty when I found out, um and I remember talking uh hearing you guys talking to somebody about Louise Hay and I remember being told I had um HIV Actually, what I, what happened was, I you know I, I I always heard you know positive or negative, and I got the test back and it said reactive, um, and I didn't know what the hell that meant. So, um, so, you know, it, it was a shock, and then I went out and um, <clears throat> got the uh, got a doctor, and at this point nobody knew. Um, um, and I, I had you know done some research and got some Louise, Louise Hay stuff. And I remember going down to the pool. I took Louise Hay um, cover off and put a, a cover a, a makeshift cover on it and went down to the pool and would read it in public. Um, just because I mean I you know it it was it was it was that much of a of a stigma. You were so you were so paranoid about it, right? Big big time paranoid. Well. Being from Missouri, you know, and in at at that point, you know, thinking you know, I'm in in the big city in Dallas, you know, it was like wow. So it, it it's all relative, but yeah, it was I was paranoid, definitely, definitely paranoid. So you just started painting, you know, that one time when you painted that, you know, you said the tulips or the or the thing, and then it just kind of evolved from there, and you like it fell did. In love you know, it. It, it's funny because what happened was. What happened was um, I started painting, and people were like, "Well, this is really, this is really great." And I was like, "Well, it is kind of, it is kind of nice." And and then it, it just started selling, and and <laughs> and I can make more, you know, truthfully speaking, I can make more money doing the the uh, art than I can a canvas on a 
than I can the greeting cards. So, you know, um, it, it's cool, though, because, and I'm a sloppy painter. I mean, I everything I have, uh, everything I own has paint on it. The, the <laughs> paint has, everything has paint on it, everything. Um, but it, it's, it's just so, I don't know how to explain it. It's just really freeing. You know, I always wanted to be a poet, but I couldn't spell with a damn. So, um, <laughs> I mean, worse speller. So anyway, but but I thought, you know, the, the painting for me kind of, it sort of helps me, I don't want to say it it helps me, it, it's like therapy kind of. I mean, it's not really, it's not really, um, it's hard to explain. You know, well, I think, I mean, actually, I, I was an art major before I went to design school, and right. for, for me, it's like you get, once you get into a piece of art, and I wanted to ask you about your process just in a, in a minute, but um, once you get into it, you kind of go, at least I do, kind of go into my own little world, and time goes by super quickly. And You really it's do. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like a whole cathartic, you know, meditative experience. It really is. You know, I will, well, now that I, now that I feel well again, I'll sit and I'll paint. And I remember in the past, I would paint a canvas. I would start at, you know, say, 3 in the afternoon, and then all of a sudden it would be dark outside, and it would be, you know, 5 in the morning. I was like, oh, I better go to bed. <laughs> I mean, Great. You know, well, well, I think there's something, I mean, that's why they do art therapy. That's why, you know, they, there's there's a reason for all that. I think it's right, exactly. really true. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. my question for you about your process was, like, I actually have two canvases sitting in my living room that have been sitting right. there for three months because I have started them, and then I was like, and I have to, for me to paint, like, I'm doing so many other things in my life right now. For me to paint, right. I have to be in a certain mindset. Where I'm like, okay, I have this great idea. I'm really inspired today. Like the caffeine's kicked in. Let's get going. Do you? Right. Right. Do you, and then, and sometimes if I force myself to start, and then you know, then it all happens. Do you? How do you go? I mean, that, since it's your profession, do you get up every morning and say like, I'm going to paint today, or do you, is it sometimes well, you feel yeah. like it, sometimes well, you don't? Yeah. Now, what you do is, and again, I mean, it's all relative because now you know it. It really helps if you feel well, but um, but it's it's basically about getting out of the way of yourself. I mean, you know, you you sort of just you just do it. I mean, you don't overthink it, and you just you know put paint on the canvas. And the great thing, and I do I do acrylic, and so what I do is I'll start something and I'll have an idea, but it'll turn into something else. Now, in the past, what I would do is I would you know. I would get all aggravated and, you know, start all over. And, but now I just get out of the way of myself and it just, you know, it just turns into something completely different. So and it, it, the cool thing is that whatever it turns into, it was meant to be. So, you know, I call them the happy accidents is what I call them. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Well, right. Well, the, uh, the great thing about acrylics is they dry so fast. It's like if you don't like it, you just paint over it. <laughs> exactly. 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 Well, you know, and a lot of my stuff has a lot of layers on it, um, meaning that, you know, a painting, like if you go to my blog, you'll see, sometimes you'll see the process of a painting where, you know, 
somebody will like it, and then the next day it'll be completely different. And which I like because you're the creator. I mean, you decide when to stop, when to start. You know what's going on, and for that, for that part of it, you know, art for me kind of, you know, I was thinking about that. Um, art for me kind of it it helps me be in control of something, basically. You know, right. because with all this other stuff, I'm, you know, so out of control with other stuff. Um, that is the one thing that I have kind of some control over, which is cool, which is very cool. Now, do you sell, do you have a gallery, or do you sell strictly off your website? I, I, actually, I actually have, a, stu- have a, a, a workspace here at home, and, you know, I sell stuff out of the house, but I also sell stuff uh, in Dallas um, at a couple places, yeah. Well, um, do you want to plug them or tell people where they can buy your stuff or look at it? Or oh, well, there's a yeah, there's the website, of course. Um, you know, www.jimfrederickstudios.com, as well as Artisans Collective, which has a website, um, Artisans Collective, A R T I S A N S. So you can spell. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm. If you can see me, I'm closing my eyes, kind of going, okay, let's see. <laughs> so it's A-R-T-I-S-A-N-S, and then collective is, I think, C-O-L-L-E-C-I-V-E.com. And then you have a gallery, actually, where people can view it on your website. And, you know, I look at your art, Jim, and I'm amazed because, you know, I paint some – I used to paint when I was little – but I didn't use the acrylic. I used to go to, like, the AC Moore, the little store, and buy the the little things that you would use to stencil your house. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the paint, like, the little <laughs> bottles that were, like, three for a dollar. <laughs> right, right. But I know it was so therapeutic. And when I look at your work, I can see your – I can feel what you feel when you do it, especially the, the – um, the one gallery that you had was called I Feel, and it was a study right. of vulnerability. And those right. paintings are amazing, Jim. I mean, the Thank way you. that you do it is, is that, you know, I'll look at the one here that I see that under the vulnerability, and you have, like, the great proportion of, you know, the, the, the human, the figure of, of a man. And then I go and I look at some of your works that's completed in 2003, and then you have some of it where it's a little distorted and kind of Picasso-like. Right, and I just right. Think that it's amazing. That you can well, do you. both so well. Well, yeah. The, the thing with that is, you know, before you know, me, it's kind of like me figuring out, you know, my mood and you know, what do I, and I kind of get on a tangent and you know, like with the Picasso stuff, I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try some of this stuff out. The thing with the vulnerability um, was kind of cool. There's, there's a the painting on that, it, the standing and now painting. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the um, it's a it's actually I wanted it to be I wanted it to be um, a sort of either a man or a woman. So it's actually if you look at it, it's the it's the butt it's the backside it's the backside of a person and it's the butt of a man and then the torso of a woman and the hair. So that way, because you know, people are like, well. That's a guy, right? He's like, sure, it's a guy. And then women are like, well, that's a that's a woman, right? And it's like, yeah, that's a woman. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. cool. Yeah, it's very cool. 
you know, the um, other thing that's really the other thing that's really cool about this that I'm finding is um, when people talk to you about what you know, they're like, well, what is this supposed to be? And it's like, well, you know, what do you want it to be? And I think that's the other thing that's really cool about art is that you know it's a very sort of you know a participatory thing where people will look at it and say, well, I see this or I feel this and. I think that's a really great thing. I mean, I think that's kind of ne- a necessary thing. It's not a spectator sport. I mean, you you actually get involved in it, which is very cool. Right. Very, very cool. One of the other um, things I wanted to touch base with you, Jim, um, before we open the phone lines for people to call in is you created a group on Pause I Am, so people know you are a member on there so they can find you if they are a member. But you created right. a group called Living with PML. Right. And honestly, it was something that I never even heard of. It was and something I never heard of. <laughs> right. So I wanted <laughs> you to kind of explain a little bit about it in case somebody out there may be listening and may be going through the same situation that you are. Right. Well, first of all, PML stands for a really long-ass name. It's <laughs> Progressive Multifocal Leukin, uh, <laughs> this this last part, Leukin. Lucan, Lucanthopus, Lucan. It's it's a brain thing, basically. Um, Lucan, <laughs> Lucan, sepalopathy. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, that's why they have, like that's, that's why they have an acronym. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and it's funny because people are like, so what does that stand for? It's like, you know what? Just Google it. It's, right. It's a lot easier. <laughs> just Google it. But basically, what happened was with me. With PML, what happens is, from my understanding, is um, the it, it stems from the something called the JC virus, um, and um, it affected my left side, no, the right side of the brain, and my cerebellum, which affects your balance. So the entire left side of my body is it's kind of like it looks like I've got a, I've had a stroke and uh, you would not believe the people I've had to tell over and over again it's like you know no I've not had a stroke I've had I've got PML and um, and actually what happens with PML is all of the all of the um, and again you have to know that I know enough to be dangerous so I mean um, you know, Google it. But anyway, um, with PML, with what with what I've got, the brain cells, like everyday stuff, um, you know, sitting down, walking, everything. Your your brain knows how to do it, but your body says no. Um, I mean, I will be standing there, standing perfectly fine, and my body will say, "You're going to fall," and you know, and and so. I'm basically reteaching myself how to talk again, how to um, walk again, how to, you know, just basically everyday stuff. Painting is even, you know, just stuff that you take for granted every day that, you know, it's just, it's really amazing to me. Well, that's interesting. I'm curious, do you, because I know you just mentioned that it affects a certain side of your brain, and we all know that, like, the right side controls one thing, and people say they're left brain to right brain or whatever. 
Do you think right. it's affected your painting? Like, I mean, beyond beyond your motor skills, just what you, how you, your style of painting and how your brain sees things? I, I, I think it has a little bit. Well, and you have to know that I'm very much, I was very much before all this, a kind of a spur of the moment kind of person. So, you know, I would start painting something and if I didn't have any paint, I'd go out and get some. And, you know, it was just a very sort of, very casual thing. Now it's very much a planned thing where, you know, if I get paint, I need to figure out what colors are going to work on today and, you know, and put them all in an area and, you know, what canvases and this, you know, it, the process is totally different now. Um, the style is, uh, I can't tell you yet what the style, if the style has changed or not. Um, I don't think, I think probably, you know what, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to let others decide. Um, I'm just starting to paint again. So right. it's been two years since this happened. So, um, And literally last year, I mean, I was like, you know, taking a nap at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and waking up at 4 to watch Oprah and and eating and going back to bed. So, I mean, it was, you know, it's it's – it's been pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Right. So, well, I think it's. Um, it, I want to thank you just for sharing that because a lot of people don't know about it, and some people in the chat room are are chatting saying that their partner died of um, PML in the eighties. Right. So it, it's it's always important to hear you know that this is still going on and people are you know still doing things productive and you know right. stop dreaming. It's important. What's right. the what's what's the treatment regimen for that, or is there one, or what do you what's well the, there's a, there's no cure, and the treatment is basically um, <laughs> the treatment is basically to just push. I mean, which is really tough, but right. I mean it's basically you know just to push yourself, and you know to do those things. It's so frustrating to do those things that you used to be able to do that you know you can do that you have to teach yourself. I mean, I had to teach myself how to eat again. Um, how That's to, a good diet, though. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. If you want to lose, if you want to lose that extra 15 pounds for summer. <laughs> there you go. Cheaper than Weight Watchers. No, but I, I mean, that's really courageous because I know, I'm sure, I mean, I've never been in that situation myself, but to 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 just have to get up every, I mean, sometimes getting up and you, when you're fully functional every day is like, oh, fuck me, I have to do this shit again. And then yeah. to be in the situation yeah. where you're dealing with physical struggles that your brain just not, is not, you know, following the commands that you want it to do. And uh, I, I mean... That I I applaud you. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Just real quick, I want to let people know in the chat room, or if you're listening live, you can give us a call, make a comment, or ask a question at three four seven two one five nine four four two, and um, the lines are open, so give us a call. Do you commission stuff? Jim? I do. I do. Cool. I do. I do. Yep. I do. The the great thing about the commission stuff is. Um, if people don't like what I do, and, you know, I don't, you know, guarantee anything. If they don't like what I do, I just put it, 
excuse me, I just put it in my in my collection and I sell it, you know, from from me. So which is great, or I keep it. So um, which is great, you know. So that way, you know, people don't you know look at it and say, well, I was thinking, you know, when I first started, it was really funny. People would say something like, well, I need something in red. I need something really fabulous. It's like, well, okay. Your definition of fabulous and my definition of fabulous <laughs> right. is totally different, though. <laughs> so now I know it's a little bit more now of, you know, kind of, you know, connecting the dots and asking them, you know, no, I don't do ducks and no, I don't do, you know, wood, <laughs> you know, not that kind of artist. But, and that's great. I mean, there's, you know, there's people out there, but, you know, I'm not one of them, so. Right. Anyway. Now, do you have any um, galleries coming up or anything, you know, an event coming up where maybe people you know what, in your right, general area? Right now, I don't. Um, I'm actually just trying to fill up um, a couple spaces, uh, Artisans Collective and Urban Flower Market um, in Addison, Texas. Um, uh, Artisans Collective is in Oak Cliff, Texas, um, real close to Dallas. But actually, that's where I am. Um, Oak Cliff is in Dallas, but I'm actually now just trying to get kind of back in the in the swing of you know showing my stuff and and getting back you know because it it's weird because people are like well um, and this happened to me consequently uh, in '97, but people would look at me and look at my art and say and and they mean well. <laughs> But, and they'd say, "Wow, I thought I thought you had died." And I was like, "No, I'm not dead yet." So, <laughs> buy my art, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Well, no, I have I don't, a caller here online for you, Jim. Okay, great. Uh, let's see. We'll bring JC from San Diego. Hello, are you there? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. How, how are you guys doing today? Good. Great. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey how are you? <laughs> The question I have for you, and you you already know who I am, um, the question I have for you is, do you have any role models in your life that inspire you to do great things, and why are, the, why are they your role models? You know what, that's a really good question. I would say, gosh, my role models would have to be, I think, the friends that I've lost in the past from AIDS that, like, there was one, um, a really good friend. Um, uh, um, hey, hey, to interrupt, JC, can you turn down your your computer a little bit? It's just getting a little, we're getting a little echo. Okay. okay. Turn down my, turn down, wait a minute. I think the, I, the caller, I think, it's, uh, I, think I was JC. just hearing an echo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, but... But go ahead. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, the um, there was a friend uh, named Jeff Serber, um, who was in the corral, uh, the the Turkey Corral, and he had AIDS, and he would never give up, and he um, just went on and on and on, and he finally, you know, he he finally gave up, but it was something that. He would never complain. He always had a smile on his face, and he just sort of 
did what he needed to do. He needed to do. So it was it was pretty cool. It was a great thing. It was a good thing. So I think probably yeah, Jesse. To answer that question, I think probably my role models would be um, the people, my friends that have passed away from AIDS in the past. And actually, you know, again, you guys are young, but, um, well, Robert, you're young. Um, (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I was waiting for that, Jack. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) Anyway, in the, um, in the nineties, I'm, I lost about 60 friends from AIDS. So, I mean, there was quite a few. I mean, I would go to funerals like every Every weekend. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it wasn't even a question. It would just be like, you know, this is what we're doing and not to be morbid, but you know, people started looking at them and saying, well, you know, I don't want my memorial to be like this. I want to be like this. And, you know, it was it was really a it was a different time. Well, I always call those people kind of like the AIDS warriors because they paved the way for all of us to be in the position that we're in now. I mean, right. they were the ones that were walking around looking like corpses and functioning every day and having people stare at them and make them you know and they were the ones who quote unquote looked sick and um, you know I mean people they're for, for and and you know. In the public eye, in in large part, those people are forgotten, and we have to remember that right. there was a whole generation of people before us that fought the good fight and yeah. aren't even around now to you yeah, know exactly. for all the new meds and all the the right. the great stuff that's going on in in the HIV field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, JC, thanks good for question. calling in, man. Thank you so much, and good good luck to you, Jim. You're doing a great thanks, job. Bud. Thank you. And just to remind people, you can give us a call at 347-215-9442. So, Jim, are you single? I couldn't find anywhere on your website. (laughs) No, I am, yes. (laughs) So maybe we'll – go ahead. I was going to say, someone someone can call in and ask you out, too. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. If you're in the greater Dallas area and you want to paint her boyfriend, if you need something something painted on the cheap. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, I, and I can do body painting too thank you very much oh good that's good to know as long yeah, as you're not allergic to acrylic yeah <laughs> Jim I went through uh, your website and your blog and things to that and when I read about you know about you in your bio section you don't you don't mention anything about being HIV positive and I'm curious to what made you want to come publicly and talk about it on the radio show? If well, you know, that finally, you, you know, because I've been, I've, I've been positive. Actually, I've had AIDS for, um, for 15 years. I've been positive for five, um, and now I'm actually undetectable, which is really great. That's um, great. But anyway, um, thank you. Um, but. Yeah, for the longest time, I didn't put it on the internet on the website because I just didn't want I didn't want it to be 
I guess I just didn't want it to be an issue. I mean, you know, the HIV thing is a part of me, but it's not all of me. And so, you know, um, just like I wasn't going to put, you know, I'm a gay guy and, you know, this is what I right. like and, you know, that kind of crap. So, but, yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, Robert, you were talking about my blog, and now, because I do so much, now the blog has more and more of everyday stuff. I mean, the the gallery itself has stuff that I really need to update it, but the gallery itself doesn't have as much stuff as the blog. The blog has a lot of the new stuff. So, you know, and I'll do I'll do stuff where I'll do a process where I'll show something, and it'll be in the process of making a painting, which is kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. Well, How long does something, like you, you mentioned, like impossible, it's obviously taking you longer than you would like, but like on average, how long does a painting take you? You know, probably about, depending on the size, usually about three days. Three or four days. That's the beauty of acrylic. People are always like, "Oh, I prefer oil oil paint." I'm like, "You gotta crack because oil paint sucks because <laughs> well, it takes oil, like three weeks to dry." And well, it takes three weeks to dry. Nothing, it doesn't come off of anything, and it's very, you know, it's it's just really, it, it, yeah. It, I don't. Are like you that. painting now? I'm not painting now. No. <laughs> I no. Like, as we, like, as we speak. <laughs> no, no, I'm not painting now. Okay. I'm it's sure. Like a spray paint you're, bottle or something. You're you're really good at multitasking. I'm like, wow, yeah. you can do a radio show and paint. <laughs> no, not painting. Not painting. Oh, no, that's not me, actually. Are you? But are you currently working on something? I am actually the. I'm I'm working on. Uh, I'm impossible. Right. Which is gonna hopefully. But you can see you can weekend. you can see it in some for, in some formation on your, I don't know how long ago that was, but there's a picture of it on your website. Yeah. Yeah, actually, um, that was yesterday, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's going to be, what's going to happen now to that painting is I'm going to put another layer on it, and I'm going to stain it, and watermark it, and varnish it, and that sucker's going to be done. Um <laughs> Well, sometimes I—I mean, I think you just have to let stuff be done. Yeah. Even if you yeah, don't exactly. love it, you're like, I got to move yeah. on from this shit. Yeah, like, exactly. Done. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the other thing I'm working on is—is is blessed, and um, another painting is called—is a flow, which is actually um, I haven't—I've got it sketched, but I haven't started on it yet. It was a—it it was a uh, yoga position I used to do. Uh, Prague Warrior. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with yoga, but Prague Warrior is a pose, um, and it's a picture of a male nude, and it's a sketch. It's very cool. Um, I'm not quite sure. I, you, I did a small piece of it um, probably about six years ago, and I thought, you know, I'm going to try and do this on a big canvas, and it actually it worked, so um, you were asking me, you know, if, if my technique has changed, and on that aspect, it hasn't so far, so, which is great, which is very cool. 
I usually, with the canvases, I usually like to work with stuff between, um, I'm a size queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking out loud. Uh, 24, like, like I've got a couple pieces that are 24 by 48. I've got a 48 by 60. Um, I've got three pieces that I just finished called uh, one called Balance, one called Interwoven, and one called um, Balance, Interwoven, and oh Chaos. Um, and those were 36 by 36s. So um, wow, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't, I usually don't do small. Well, and I and that comes from you know where that comes from. It comes from doing greeting cards and being so tired of doing greeting cards because those little things, you know, a five by seven, you're like, ugh, okay, and it, and they're great, but you know, I would take a break from the greeting card and I would do a canvas and I would want to do something big. So, you know, being able to create something big um, and just get messy with it. It that's. For me, that's the fun part. Just get right. messy, and and if you'd see my office, you'd see how how messy it is. So, do you paint? You paint in a separate studio than your apartment? Like, you have a, somewhere else you go and splatter paint everywhere, or is your apartment a hot mess too? No, it, it's a house. And it, it, yeah, no, yeah, no. I, it's a house, and it's uh, I have the uh, the office in the back, and um. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's it's got a, a little tile floor on it and uh, a makeshift floor, and um, I just go back there and create a mess. Right on. Very cool. Very cool. You know, the the one thing, though, that I have to be careful with that I found out the other day is I, I really <laughs> – and this is – this is to just let you know how messy I am. I mean, you know, I have my shoes on, and I have, you know, I won't know it till I get into the rest of the house, but I'll have paint on my shoes, and I'll know this because, you know, I'll trek, you know, yellow paint in from the office into the kitchen. It's like, oh, crap. So, you know, I've got this, you know, this little, you know, fall the yellow, the yellow brick road crap um, <laughs> you know, from the office to the kitchen. So, Well, that's the beauty of acrylic. That was it kind of peeled off. Yeah, like exactly. a really poor surface. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I look at your 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 artwork here on your website, and I, I'm still, Jim. Seriously, I'm fascinated by it because they're so different, and you wouldn't know that the same person did them. You know what I mean? And my well, favorite one, I I went through all of them, and and my favorite one, I don't know if it's just because it's angels or what, but the angels that you have that's 24 by 48, that's like yeah. primarily red. It is right. the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like well, I you. love stuff like that. Like it just—I just think that people need to go and check out your website more because there's so much there. And um, I can't wait till I, uh, you know, come into some money and I can purchase one <laughs> or some <laughs> yeah. of them because yeah. I would put my whole house with them because I believe in supporting, you know, other people that are HIV positive. And I think that right. I would rather purchase something from you. Because it would mean more to me, you know what I mean, than going and just buying it at yeah. some art gallery that I don't know. Right, right, right. You know that, that's that's the other thing that's really great about all this is is the people that you meet. You know the people that I'm meeting through the art is just amazing. It, it's amazing to me. I mean the people are just from all walks of life, and you know 
it's so great. You know, they'll they'll look at my work and they'll say, wow, I wish I could do this. And to me, it's so interesting because the only difference in my mind between them and me is I did it. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm talented, okay, but um, but I kind of went past that part of, you know, oh, I could never do this, and I just did it. I mean, you know, I got out of my way, and I just did it. And that's the part that that I think I think with my art, because um, I had to remind myself with that every once in a while with myself, um, just to kind of get out of your way and do stuff that you don't think you can do and, you know, just do it. Just try it. I mean, you don't know till you can to try it. So you were talking about those canvases, you know, just take the canvases out and start making a mess with them. And, you know, if it doesn't work, then paint over it. And, and before you know it, you've got something that, you know, you, you really like, and it'll be a complete surprise. And that's the thing that's even better about all this is that, that out of all the things, you, you can plan all you want, but it's never going to happen the way you want it to happen. Never. Right. Um, and, but that's the happy, the happy accidents are the things that are magic. I mean, that's the stuff that really, really makes life, like, you know, worth living, basically, I think. And so um, just a little bit about your process is you yeah. so you mentioned that you sketch first. You sketch on the canvas, you sketch in the sketchbook, you sketch ideas, no, and usually, then you go to canvas? No, I usually sketch on the canvas um, with um, with a Sharpie. Um, I'll sketch on the canvas. And then and the reason why I use a Sharpie is the paint basically if I paint something over the over the Sharpie, it the It'll, Sharpie will bleed through. It, so it bleeds it, through, yeah. I was just gonna yeah. say you really sketch with the Sharpie because it bleeds through paint. I would never do yeah. that. Yeah. But you but like no, that. It, yeah, it bleeds through and well it's great because it bleeds through and it's 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 it acts it basically gives me a a guide for, you know, it's like, what did I want? To, you know, I'm I'm doing something that with blessed, as a, as a matter of fact, you know, there's three women and three faces. And so, you know, I'll start and I'll be like, well, it'll be something completely different. You know, I'll paint something and look completely different than it, than it did in the beginning. And I'll, I'll think, well, what was I, what was I thinking with, with this? And the Sharpie will actually, the black, the sketch will actually remind me you know, what it was that I was trying to, you know, kind of get across, so. Right, right. Pretty cool. Have you done any, have you thought of doing, or have you done any, um, like, kind of awareness, AIDS awareness, or any kind of, like, activist paintings of that nature? Because I know if I I was painting, that would be something that I do, yeah. I have, actually. Um, I'm going to be working on... um, there's a couple things. I'm going to be possibly working on something for uh, uh, the Lone Star Ride, which I'm going to be doing this year uh, in Texas. That's a two-day ride in Texas um, for AIDS awareness. And um, I'm also going to be possibly doing something for the Turtle Creek Corral, which is a gay men's um, seeing organization, which I sing for as well. So um, their 30th anniversary is coming up. So, 
I'm going to be working with them on something with that, I think. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Great. Yeah. That's great. And I also wanted to do um, a shout-out to um, the Dallas Voice because they wrote an article on you about coming on the radio show today. So I just wanted to thank them for putting, you know, you out there and and letting people know. Yeah, I was really happy to see that. Absolutely. Yeah, David Taffet's a nice guy. He's a great guy, actually. He's the one that that actually called me. Good. Well, I'm just trying to see if there's something here. Yeah, is there anything else, Jen, that you want to, like, you know, give a shout-out to or, you know, send people to besides your website and your blog or, um, you know, anything else you want to mention before we kick you off? (laughs) (laughs) See how you are. <laughs> no, I'm done with you now. <laughs> yeah, and besides, my laundry is almost done. So there you go. Mine who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you guys. Yeah, no problem. But your website again is jimfredericksstudios.com. That's um, right. Your blog is directly linked to that. Um, right. What were the other two sites you mentioned? Um, uh, the, oh, the Artisans uh, Collective. Artisans Collective and Urban Blossoms. Okay, cool. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, and I am on Pause. I am definitely, absolutely. And can you, are you are you Facebookable and and all that stuff? Is that your dog in the background? Hello. Hello? <laughs> Okay, I lost Jim left. <laughs> I guess his dog started I think his dog, I think his dog attacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank Jim for coming on, and you guys can find out more about Jim at jimfedericstudios.com. There's a link in the chat room. Um, and is he on uh, Facebook and all that stuff, do you know? I, bu- I believe he is. So okay. I'd say um, you can go ahead and search him if you want on Facebook. Um, it was a good show. Very yeah, it was a good show. It was very, very interesting. Um, I just want to plug my jackmackinloss.com. Uh, you can always find out what the hell I'm doing if I have time to update it. And uh, my HIV education campaign with Merck is livingpositivebydesign.com. Uh, still doing tons of stuff with that. I think we're going to Vegas in uh, August, which would be cool. We don't have that pinned down yet, but um, yeah. Uh, you got to let me know else? when you need some help with that, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're planning on we're planning on coming to Philly, so but I think that's in either September or October, so I will cool. will definitely work something out. Good, that'll be interesting. I'd like to actually meet you in person. It would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I I feel like I already know you. Right. <laughs> Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And remember, next week we'll be back with um, Kenji Cat from Project Kenji, who will speak about living with cancer and sickle cell and being homeless and HIV. And his story is just so inspirational, and I can't wait to get him on. And you can find Jack on Twitter, and you can find Pazine Radio on Twitter. And um, that's about and it. We're all on Facebook, and all we're Facebook we're and everywhere. <laughs> we're everywhere. Wherever you are, we are. And go go on pauseim.com and join our our network of friends or your network of that you've created our, our little fan club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a great day, Jack, and I'll talk to you next week.
All right, rock on, man. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye.